Hey, Last Coffee House, or coffee. This is Robinson Crusoe. It's Best of Literature. This is number 93 on the 100 Best Works of Literature. We've been going from 100 on the way down. The other ones were counting up. So sorry for that confusion, but I want to do all this stuff, so that's just how it's going to be. This was published, what, 1719? Yeah, 1719. It's written by Daniel Defoe, but funny story. It actually was published under the name with the, the author name being Robinson Crusoe, so a lot of people for a long time originally believed that this was a true account and so early marketing going on here <laughs> but eventually switch it was Daniel Defoe and and now we just know it as a, a fictionalization that was based on I think it, some people thought it was loosely based on uh, I can't remember the guy's name but there was somebody who was stranded on some island somewhere and, and for years oh this is the full title of the book the life and strange surprising adventures of Robinson Crusoe of York Mariner who lived eight and twenty years all alone in an uninhabited island on the coast of America near the mouth of the great river of Orinoke, having been cast on shore by shipwreck wherein all the men perished but himself. With an account now, he was at last as strangely delivered by pirates. <laughs> so that, <laughs> yeah, the editor took <laughs> took some clippers to that one and just called it Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the quite the title and it gives away the whole freaking story <laughs> in the title that's one thing a lot of these books that's what they do they'll have the the title chapter will be what happens in the story in the chapter title and that's that's pretty funny anyway like i said it's published april 25th 1719 it's a contender for the first english novel capital e english yeah okay some preliminary analysis it's simple <laughs> it's realistic fiction and it's often nowadays referred to as a children's book so there you go and i got some criticism this one's called book of a lifetime robinson crusoe by daniel defoe this particular i didn't write the guy's name down sorry quote over the years robinson crusoe has become my best loved novel i feel happy when i see it on a shelf on a bus in somebody's hand even my own old copy now on the desk a beautifully illustrated edition inscribed peter from mum 1919 all right, so he really likes it. That was end quote, sorry. He really likes it. Quote, well, I suppose we know what he meant. Fashion changed. Defoe came to be thought of as a journeyman. The book unsubtle, repetitive, and too long. That's what he's saying. That that's what a lot of people thought, but he didn't believe that. He thought it was more compl complicated than that and liked it. My, I bit the right side of my tongue and it's driving me freaking crazy right now. So I apologize if that's impacting my speaking abilities. Thoughts, Christian influences, a lot of Christian references in this thing. There are references to the sovereignty of God, the references to Jesus all the way through. He tries to, he eventually takes a slave at one point and tries to, uh, uh sorry, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. But he eventually tries to convert a uh, convert the slave. Like I said, talks about Jesus all the time. There are some I don't know, there's some pushback on the religious talk at one point where his slave has some very good questions about this this new God that's being described, but I'm not sure where that fits. Robinson Crusoe also is not much of a character. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like Neo. It's easy to imprint yourself on this character. So maybe that's the point. It's very similar. These kind of stranded on a desert island things are very similar to post-apocalyptic fantasies. It's like stripping down all the civilizational stuff, all the paying your mortgage and going to work and filling out paperwork and all that sort of stuff. Stripping that down and and getting to do everything from the beginning again. Just building it up. And that, that was some of the good stuff in the book is when he's he's building all these it was like what's that the martian <laughs> where he has to build this stuff from scratch and figure out how to eat and plant and things that are dangerous and not dangerous and all that sort of stuff 
Uh, and there's a cliffhanger ending that suggests that there's going to be a sequel. So that's that's pretty funny. I don't know if that was the first time this happened. Most of these would be originally published as periodicals, you know, in chunks. But the whole novel has a, oh, there's coming a part two the next ten years of my adventures. <laughs> All right. I don't Is there a sequel? <laughs> I don't know. It's like Beauty and the Beast 2 or Mulan 2. I don't know. Quotes. Here are some quotes. I was born in the year 1632 in the city of York of a good family, though not of that country, my father being a foreigner of Bremen who settled first at Hull. So, all right, that's straightforward beginning. What became of my second brother I never knew any more than my father or mother knew what became of me. Ooh. As I had once done, thus am I breaking away from my parents, so I could not be content now, but I must go and leave the happy view I had of being a rich and thriving man in my new plantation, only to pursue a rash and immoderate desire of rising faster than the nature of the thing admitted. And thus I cast myself down again into the deepest gulf of human misery that ever man fell into, or perhaps could be consistent with life and a state of health in the world. All right. He's meaning he got a little reckless and ended up on an island. Number of quotes here. Do I really need to do all these? All right. Where was I? Oh, uh, I consulted several things in my situation which I found would be proper for me. First, health and fresh water, I just now mentioned. Secondly, shelter, shelter from the heat of the sun. Thirdly, security from ravenous creatures, whether man or beast. Fourthly, a view to the sea, that if God sent any ship in sight, I might not lose any advantage for my deliverance, of which I was not willing to banish all my expectation yet. I looked now upon the world as a thing remote which I had nothing to do with, no expectations from, and indeed no desires about. And obviously this is as time is going on. This is how it happens, like lost. <laughs> God, that show got ridiculous. How strange a checkerwork of providence is the life of, of man, and by what secret different springs are the affections hurried about as different circumstances present. Today we love what tomorrow we hate, today we seek what tomorrow we shun, today we desire what tomorrow we fear, nay, even tremble at the apprehensions of. Okay. When I considered this a little, it followed necessarily that I was certainly in the wrong, that these people were not murderers, in the sense that I had before condemned them in my thoughts any more than those Christians were murderers who often put to death the prisoners taken in battle, or more frequently, upon many occasions, put whole troops of men to the sword without giving quarter, though they threw down their arms and submitted. He listened with great attention and received with pleasure the notion of Jesus Christ being sent to redeem us. And then he talks about evidence to him, even the necessity of a great first cause, and this is the Kalam cosmological argument and it's not a great argument uh, the only thing that we've seen, i hate to get into this <laughs> i just it does bother the crap out of me though because the only thing we've seen that requires a cause are things that are be are existing from things that already exist so that means ex materia causation we've seen that that things need a cause where they're coming into being from material but we haven't observed things that come into being without material so there's no sense in applying that logic to a first cause that caused all the material you if you're talking about a cause that caused some other material to become this material, then that's something else. But a cause on nothing to make something doesn't make any sense, and it's not something we've ever observed, and there's no reason whatsoever to base a conclusion on that, especially one about an invisible superperson. So that's much more uh, <laughs> much more involved and complicated than I give it credit for when I talk about ex nihilo causation versus ex materia causation, and Kalam and, and God and whatever that is and all that stuff. It just bothers bothers me that people think that this is a significant argument when the premises don't even make sense. It's not even something that we've actually observed. So it's it's a bit of sophistry that religious people have used for a long time to get, gain converts. Uh, so I wish it would just die horribly. <laughs> 
um, and be left by the wayside. And we can try to talk about some other more sober arguments for it, if there are any, and move on from there. But anyway, he goes into a bunch of stuff. He talks to his slave. His slave's name is Friday, by the way, which is great. He, uh, which uh, the slave has problems with the, the problem of evil. He brings up the fact that why doesn't God just go kill Satan? And then Robinson Crusoe doesn't have a great answer for that. Uh, he says that everybody's going to be judged at the end, and the slave's like, oh, well, so even Satan might be able to come around, right? He can he can repent and, and get salvation and all that stuff, and that bothered Crusoe as well. But, uh, I mean, the the problem of evil isn't even the one that I don't think says trenchant, because it's, it's an emotional thing. It's just like, oh, it seems like bad things happen, so why isn't God doing things about that? And it, the problem is there are a whole bunch of category issues and definitional issues with that with the problem of evil. So I don't think it's all that much of an argument. There are many way better arguments against the existence of the Christian God, at least, or any Abrahamic deity that are pretty great. But other than that, so they go through this whole thing where they talk about problem of evil. And, and then he eventually he gets picked up by pirates or something. He makes it back to England and then he heads back out on adventures where I think I think Friday is killed. <laughs> he gets eaten by bears. <laughs> But anyway, so that, but that's that one. I didn't note my sources here, except for the one I mentioned the one earlier, but I didn't say the guy's name. But that's Robinson Crusoe. You know, it's, it's a, it's pretty long from what I remember. And I do like that the, the titles of the chapters are very clear. They're just like, oh, setting up camp, (laughs) making a farm, you know, that kind of stuff. So it, it makes it a little easier to, to follow, but you know, it's, it's a fun little stranded story. And I remember when I was reading it, I'm like, oh, he's still here. He's still, wow, these years are going, it's not like he got stuck there for a couple of years and then gets picked up. It's not cast away, you know? So I appreciate that. Really took it seriously. And like, it is like a children's book though. It's, it's really kind of, the writing isn't, isn't anything that's going to blow your hair back. The storytelling isn't anything that's psychologically or thematically in depth or anything like that. It's just it's it's a story it's a story you get to it's i want to get away uh, it's you know southwest airlines ad so that's that's pretty much what it is so you can try it or not but that's what robinson crusoe is that was number 93 and we're on to 92 which i'm going to start announcing in case anybody wants to follow along number 92 is stories of ernest hemingway so yeah quality stuff in that although i know she was critical uh, because she said there's there were a lot of very similar themes and writing styles amongst the stories which makes sense the same person but i kind of see what she's saying as you read through them but there's some that are absolutely fantastic so we'll go we'll go through those and talk about them for the next one but otherwise thanks for listening all right 